money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? Of course I'm ready to talk money. Well, we've been doing it all year long. All year long, yes. And here we are, the end of of another year, which just blows my mind. So if uh, I'm going to give the big plug for more than enough, uh, we're sponsoring the show, the end of the year show, and the beginning of next year show. You know, we're doing the the double, end the year and and begin the year Mm -hmm. by just investing in your podcast, and we are so thankful for you joining us through all of the the, the conversations we've had around hard issues around money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you haven't caught all of those shows, well, of course, you have to go back and listen to every one that you missed, right? So. I know. I didn't even think to ask you what your favorite show was. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. I know. But well, in the meantime, more than enough well, I, I was going to say maybe your favorite shows were all the ones with Ray. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's so, because so Ray's little, here. That's because Ray, Ray is in the room. <laughs> okay. Ray's in the room. Oh, put him on the spot there. <laughs> and here I thought they were the shows that you and I did together. Oh, well. There we go. Okay, so. well, all of them are my favorite shows. Twenty six of them. I do like. Uh, for those of you that missed the Christmas show. Oh yeah, that was uh, nice. I mean, it's not a money show. I know we don't talk about money at that show, but it is a fun show. I I really enjoyed I that know. show, and and uh, that's I a know. fun show. So again, if if you want to go listen, all of of course, all of the shows are archived on our website morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. The people at chri again, thank you, Dan and the crew, uh, for just working with us and and spreading the word that you can experience hope and freedom in the area of finances. Mm-hmm. And and as we've had so many discussions about, it's not just about making the dollars and cents balance at the bottom of the sheet, mm-hmm. but it is really truly what's going on in our hearts and how God's interacting with that and how we uh, we bring that into in a sense our our wallets and and uh, what's going on in our bank accounts and saying, okay, Lord. Um, you got to help us. We need your wisdom. Mm-hmm. We need your insight. We need a whole bunch of stuff. So today's show, we're just uh, the three of us. Ray, welcome to the show. Ray Thank Board you. from you. Financial Discipleship Canada. Uh, if you haven't been on the notmine.ca website, I really encourage you to get there to to look at some of the resources. Uh, our relationship with with you, Ray, is is really just kind of a perfect synergy because mm-hmm. you guys do resources. You do Bible studies, you do, you know, all of the the kind of stuff that you need for for the education piece. And of course, what we do at More Than Enough is, all right, now that you know it, let's put it into practice, (laughs) right? right. Let's put it into practice and and just make that happen. So it's just great. And we love having you on the show to give Mm us your wisdom and insight. Mm -hmm. Good to be here again. Thanks. Thanks, Ray. Okay. So the scripture for this morning is because we're looking back. Has uh, nothing to do with money. Well, but oh, okay, yeah. you got to throw that. Okay, you got to drop it because okay. I've had some people say, "Reb, we're on your side on that one." We've had I've had emails this year okay. that said, "You know, I we're in agreement with you, man. It's not all about money verses." 
How have I ever said that it's a bad thing? <laughs> well, no, I know. You're just teasing Okay, me. there's the challenge. Uh, anybody that wants to listen to all the shows in the last year to see if Dave said that the verses thing. you pick were a bad uh, thing. No, it's good. I know you're teasing me. You're giving me the gears because we know that it's about the heart. So today's verses come from Jeremiah 6, verse 16 and 17. They come in the middle of... Uh, some pretty serious words from the Lord to the people of Israel through the prophet Jeremiah. Um, but as we look back on the year in 2019, we want to talk this morning about, um, specifically, I want to talk to Ray and Dave about um, what they've seen over this year, what they've seen God doing, and maybe the things we need to be aware of for 2020 as we keep journeying together uh, and have these conversations. So this is what the Lord says, stand in the ways and see and ask for all the old paths where the good way is and walk in it. Then you will find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk in it. Also, I set watchmen over you saying, listen to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not listen. So today we're, we just want to reflect on maybe some of the old paths, we're going to look back. But what are what are some of the the old paths? Some of the simple things we know about our walk with God, what God says about money, that we need to return to and walk in those ways, and not be as the people of Israel when they said, "We will not walk in it." Um, sometimes I fear that that's actually what we do say to the Lord. Yeah, you know what you say this. But yeah, not really feeling like I want to walk that way. So uh, I think we need to take this word seriously. We don't want to end the year in a heavy. We want to encourage all of you, our listeners, to go forward into the new year with hope and freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do need to reflect about the seriousness of what God is speaking to his people um, about faith, about uh, walking with him, about surrender. I was thinking... And about money. And about money in that regard. But I was thinking actually about the shows we did with Doug Sprunt. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the man who uh, owned and ran Salem Storehouse. And he was on the show a few months back and shared the story. And we ended up going down a whole road on surrender mm-hmm. and how that is so key. And I think... Uh, I guess I'm jumping in here, but I that I mean to me that's one of the things we need to do if we want to choose God's path. It's about surrendering our mm-hmm. own path. So, so what do you think, Ray? I mean, what is if you look back at 2019? What you know? What have you felt the Lord saying, or what is a recurring theme that that has been coming uh, across your desk or your mind? Well, I would say there were two things as I was reflecting upon it. <clears throat> One is that, um, you know, we moved recently into a new house, mm-hmm. and with a new house comes different kind of expenses, monthly expenses from our old house where we lived for 14 years. So our spending plan needed to be changed mm-hmm. <laughs> significantly. And uh, I realized that partly through the year, what we had set as targets actually <clears> – <throat> weren't quite accurate, mm-hmm. our guesstimates and some things. And uh, I realized that the year got away from me before I actually took the time to sit down and tweak the spending plan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we kind of juggled things a little differently than we normally would have, and we didn't stay committed to it. Right. And I regret that. I, reg- I, I realize it takes such intentionality um, and commitment to actually stay, uh, I say, within the lines while you're coloring and living life. Um, and so I realize, you know, you just need to be diligent about setting aside the time to actually look at it. And, you know, it would have been good partway through the year for me to even that halfway point to just kind of sit down and look at, okay, I need to tweak some things and we need to shift some things. So we didn't, for except we didn't put enough money in all our envelopes that we usually use. So um, I regret that. But So in a practical sense, I just so listeners know, so you literally just kind of let you just didn't sit down and have that discussion with Arlene and say, okay, we have different things happening. So let's make a new plan. That's right. Yes. Yes. So it's that she knew that, that, but we did, I did not sit down and actually do the calculations Mm -hmm. like doing, you know, adding up our expenses for the six months of the year or nine months of the year and actually then beginning to make certain that I was deducting and saving enough each month for say gas, hydro uh, and those kinds of things. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, we started getting off track. Okay. So just That's... to realize how important that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think the second thing that I have felt is the whole area of mammon. And, uh, you know, um, I did a teaching uh, out in Calgary last month, and um, it was focused on mammon. My first time doing it, like a Friday night, all day, Saturday teaching on the whole area of our love of money and its impact on our relationship with Jesus. And, um, you know, just that simple question, how many of you um, uh, have ever heard a sermon on money? Mm. And I, I think if I remember, there might have been three or four in a group of 27 of us who actually had heard their pastor recently talk about money. And it was only in context of, of budget time. Mm-hmm. So as I began to talk about mammon, this was new revelation for a lot of them. And it was interesting to see the aha moment start going on it and then begin to hear some of the discussion and dialogue. And I think there was a few takeaways for me that just the whole sense of that we've taken the world's business model and we've transported it in either into our lives or our Christian businesses or into the church setting and have not recognized that we've actually done that. And then that whole scripture from James 4.13, which says, Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit, whereas you do not know what you will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. That whole sense of we presume on tomorrow in our own personal lives and sometimes our businesses and in the church environment um, and how... Um, as we we dialogued about this in the group, how often do we actually make our financial decisions, spiritual decisions? Do we actually intentionally seek the right. Lord before making a major purpose uh, mm-hmm. purchase and actually determine, Lord, are we being led by the Holy Spirit or are we leading by our own wants and desires? Mm-hmm. And I know one of the things you've often talked about, a good principle, is that if you want to buy something, you know, take 
24, 48 hours at a minimum to pray about and see whether, in fact, it is something you really need, or was it in their spur in the moment, or was it just kind of satisfying some longing and actually really don't need it as you took a step back and thought about it. So I would say those were the two areas that um, have been really percolating in my heart over the course of this year. Interesting, because that your second one dovetails into what really has been on my heart literally the last year i'm I'm trying to think when it first kind of bubbled to the top so to speak but it's really this idea of just dependence on the father like mm-hmm. just that word and and how many decisions how many um times days uh, across that i'm making in a sense independent decisions from the father that mm-hmm. that um and and to hear the father call me and to say listen this is this is just part of who I've created you to be as as Dave, but also as humans to say, I've created you to be dependent on me. That's my role as a father. That's my role as as, as your king. That's my and and so you know the father just saying, hey, how does that play out in your finances? Do and as you said, right? Do we you know? Um, and I th- I certainly have been more intentional about okay just even the day-to-day decisions i'm pausing for less than 24 mm-hmm. hours but saying okay father um you know not really a check i'm not i'm not looking for the 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 check yes the green light yeah, to right. go mm-hmm. but just in my spirit just pausing for a minute and saying father i want to make i'm dependent on you you've given these resources to me and i'm spending them the way that i th- that i see right and just let me know. Um, just bringing that before him in all of these decisions. So really, um, this last year has been one for me. Just what does it look like to be dependent on the Father? What does that look like in, in many areas of my life? And to allow him to, in a sense, take the role of my sustainer, of to take the role of my provider, to take the role of all of these things um, it, that so often I wrestle away from him and have felt that I have, that I've said, okay, well, I got this one, God. Right? Like, <laughs> no, I'm good. I know what exactly what to do. And God's going, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I'll let yeah, you do it. Sometimes yeah. yes, sometimes no, right? So, so that's been uh, really one of the big things in terms of how that plays out in, in our finances to that shift of, um, you know, even, even, um, a little bit of hey, well, this is this is our money. Like God, you've given it to us, so now we get to steward it any way we like, mm-hmm. and and actually pushing that a little bit further to say, Lord, you've given this. Now teach me how to steward it. I'm I'm still dependent on you, even though I recognize that you've that it's your provision and that you've supplied this. But teach me how to steward it and and how to take care of it and where where it needs to go. And and I think that plays in a little bit to your verses, Reb, from the ancient paths in, in Jeremiah to say it really is the original design mm-hmm. that, that God created in the garden a place that Adam and Eve could be, a special place. And then he said, now go, you know, take care of it, tend it, right? Um, and that was, but part of that was the father coming down at the end of every day and saying, all right. Uh, again, let's check in and let's find out how your day went. And I don't know what that conversation was, but mm-hmm. I can imagine. And and just that idea that the father could have put them in the garden and then not come and checked in on them, like not 
not actually that but that was part of the rhythm and that was part of his desire was was that they be dependent on him so much so that if there was anything they needed god had either already supplied it you know hey you can eat from any tree i've already supplied it or he would supply it when they ate from the wrong tree he gave them clothes already he supplied what what they he knew they would need in out of their nakedness so so you know, just kind of going back to that and saying hey this is kind of what the lord is is percolating in me anyways hmm. there's so many places we could go with this conversation <laughs> yes. i'm just listening to you guys i'm like oh, okay we need like a whole other show um because i'm hearing you speak about mammon and we have done some shows in the past maybe maybe in 2020 we're going to do some more of those again mm-hmm. um just to explain to folks mammon but there are radio shows that we've done so if you Go to our website and put Mammon in under the uh, radio show. You'll find conversations mm-hmm. that we've had because Ray and his uh, colleague Jan have written a small booklet on. Okay, I always. It's not about the money. It's unmasking Mammon. Thank you. It's not about the money unmasking Mammon. If you need a copy, um, contact us or Ray because mm-hmm. um, or just can, go to notmine.ca. Right. I mean, I know, and you can read it there as a yes. flip book, or you can download it as a PDF. Yeah. So, so we're not going to gonna take time about mm-hmm. talking about Mammon today, but that is uh, mm-hmm. so what I hear from you. Um, I'm just going to recap because I like recapping, so I get it clear in my head. Is that you know. Um, the themes of being intentional and committed and making sure we 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 stick to it and mm-hmm. because it's so easy in our culture to get distracted and let it get away from us, especially when new things happen, like happen to you and you have right. a new yeah. house. Um, you don't I think the one of the things I've learned in the last years working with Dave in this place is it you, you don't ever get it right. Like there. I mean, you can have principles that help guide you and good habits, but like your car breaks down, you buy a new house, there's more expenses, you have medical bills that you're not expecting uh, these days that can happen, that you're we're having to pay more for different things. Somebody gets sick, you know, you have to go more traveling. In, in my case this year, I'm doing more trips to see my mom who hasn't been well. You know, those there's always things coming up and you have to be intentional and committed. One of the, no, one no, of the, no, I'm still recapping. Oh, oh, come on, let me jump in. <laughs> Just a second. Okay, now because I'm going to get one of, the, okay. one of the metaphors that just fits right there. That is, uh, we when we're driving our car, we would never expect to take our hands off the wheel and still get to the destination, right? We, we put yeah. our hands on the wheel, we steer the car, and we get there. So why in our finances, then, do we think that, oh, I'm going to arrive to a place at some point where I don't have to manage it, where I don't have to have my hands on the financial steering wheel, that everything will automatically, wonderfully be in place? It's, that's just not reality. We're driving a vehicle um, and our financial vehicles that is something that is constantly having opposing forces that you don't know about coming into and changing the dynamic. So in our financial lives, it's like, keep the hands on the steering wheel, ladies and gentlemen, and mm-hmm. and you will do that the rest of your life. Right. Just get over the fact that you think and, and I can in, take in, my in hands your, off and I'll still get there. You won't. Right? And in your case, you course correct. You, right, of course. Right? Like, I mean, we're pointing out it to Ray, but I mean, we all have experienced that. David and I, you, you just will. You just yeah, have to know right. that yeah. there's going to be, you know, there's going to be medical emergencies that keep you sidetracked. One of the excuses we hear at the office often is, well, I just don't have the time. We're so busy. And that's a whole other issue. And I, I guess that 
that's one of the things that I've been concerned about seeing mm. with people is um, you want the pain to go away. You want your finances to look different, but you're not taking a different path. Mm-hmm. You aren't going to the ancient path. You're not making a diff- taking a different road. Um, and you can't, I mean, what is that quote you always used to say? The, the definition of crazy is doing the same thing. Insanity. Oh, yeah. insanity. Okay, say it's it. It's doing the same thing the same way, but expecting a different result. Right. Yeah. So that's what sometimes we see in, in folks who don't stick with coaching, or we see it in people at the beginning of the journey until they start to understand that a new habit, a new road needs to be made. And that, I think, is my greatest burden in this season is, is that um, it's hard for people. Um, but um, so I'm going to go back and recap. So okay. we got, keep your hands on the wheel. Um, understand that there, the world's way of thinking about money isn't God's way of thinking about mm-hmm. money. And we need to look at is what, how is that? Not if is, is it happening, but how is that happening? Because most of us are influenced by the world around us if we're not intentional. So that, that's just, mm-hmm. that's the other theme. And then the third one is, which ties into all of that is, is real dependence on the Lord because we talk often here about our money, money journey is really about our intimacy mm-hmm. with God right. and how we're allowing him into and inviting him into those conversations, having mm-hmm. the courage to invite him in because sometimes we think he's going to say no. And my thought this morning is that we have to remember that God is our refuge and ever present help in time of trouble. Mm-hmm. He is a good father mm-hmm. and you may have your own thinking and ideas about who God is in your life right now, but Go to the Word and see how good He is. He's so good that He sent Christ. And He Christ took on the ultimate debt of our sin upon Himself. And how good is that? Mm-hmm. That is so good. And we've forgotten that when we think about the Father in relation to our money. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, as I heard you talking, Rebecca, I'm reminded about that second part of that verse you said from Jeremiah, because it says, I'll set a watchman over you saying, listen to the sound of the trumpet. That's, as you were talking, David, I mean, that dependence on the Lord, he is going to give us the wake-up con alertness. The key is whether we obey and walk the ancient paths. Mm-hmm. But the watchman there is sounding the alarm. <clears throat> In some senses, we're watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, our leaders are watchmen, you know. Uh, people in our lives are our watchmen who kind of just draw our attention back to those things where we kind of got off track. And if we listen to them, there's those ancient paths the Lord wants us to walk. If we're absolutely dependent and intimate with Him, He'll give us the checks and balances so that we kind of keep on that narrow path. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm just thinking. I know I've got I've, I'm, uh, my man, mind's are going, but Re- Reb and I are looking at each other. Who's going to talk? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, I'll let ladies go first. Isn't that nice of me? Yeah, I I. I think sometimes we do feel like we're the wa- we're watchmen over mm-hmm. certain things in in this regard and how people are handling their finances, how God's people are, and um, sometimes we don't like the sound of the trumpet. Sometimes it wakes us up from our sleep, mm-hmm. but that's indeed what the point of a trumpet is. And if the trumpet is blowing and you're hearing it at the end of this year and you're thinking, okay, I'm not intentional with my money. I, I do give in to the world's way of thinking. I don't make every 
decision, a spiritual one, a spending decision, a spiritual decision. That's one of Dave's phrases. Mm-hmm. Um, now, neither do I all the time. Like I, mm-hmm. right? Neither we, do I all the right? time. We, I mean, we're, we're, all in the, we're all in this together. That's why I right? say it right? so but, often. <laughs> but, but we're here. I mean, Ray calls, uh, calls raises the sound of the trumpet for us. We mm. do it for him. Yes. We do it for each other. Um, and you may be hearing the sound of the trumpet in your ear today, and you need to ask the Lord, what do you do next? What What is it that's well, your and, response? And I think, I think it's really important, again, to recognize that, you know, when we hear and and we look around and we see the the um, the trumpet or we hear the trumpet being called, it, it is for our own good, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, oh, yes. let's just, I mean, the stress that is involved in, in relationships around finances. Mm-hmm. Well, we talk about that because guess what? We want you to have a good relationship with your spouse and we right. want you to have a stress-free relationship with our house, your spouse. And so what does that look like? And mm-hmm. that means, oh, maybe I need to change something. Maybe I need, you know, so these, these trumpet calls, so to speak, in the different areas uh, i mean certainly god's heart is is good for us and i know rab me or you ray our heart even in doing the podcast is is that people will be encouraged to be drawn closer mm-hmm. to the father and each other if there's a spouse involved and that you actually have less stress financially mm-hmm. in your life well and it's the great i am who's who's prompting us to sound the trumpet. He mm-hmm. it's his call. It's his desire to awaken us for our own good. Mm-hmm. And you know there's a other verse in Jeremiah which happens later that he gave to us David many years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, for the, I I'm calling you to this place for your own good and the good of your children after you. He's calling us into an, an intimate place. He wants to be involved. He wants to be our refuge. He wants to be our strength. He wants to help us in our marriages and mm-hmm. in our cash flow mm-hmm. and anyway I, it's we could go on and mm-hmm. on but yeah well, we only have three or four a uh, couple I, minutes I, left I, so you can go on for <laughs> a little bit longer yeah. right? you were just on a roll no, I'm like don't stop I was like go. oh I've been talking too much maybe Ray should talk <laughs> no <laughs> you're doing well <laughs> but we do but, only oh, have a few minutes yes. left and, and, and again just Recognizing that as we come to the end of 2019, and maybe you look back and you go, "Boy, am I ever glad that's over!" Like, man, that was mm-hmm. the that was that was a year. Uh, am I ever glad that that's over? Okay, um, you, you know, as we come into the new year, we can turn and say, "Okay, Lord, let's start walking down." Maybe we know, as you admitted, Ray, that hey, I needed to to change something. I needed to actually stop and go, "Oh man, I didn't do this." Well, maybe that's you now. Right? Right. And and maybe you just need to say, all right, we're going to we're going to just do a reboot. Um, and that's OK. In fact, that's a really good thing. So or maybe it's talking to God for the first time about your finances because mm-hmm. you've never yeah, done it before. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just have to talk mm-hmm. just even now while you're listening. Just talk to him. If you're stressed, do all that. Um, Father, I just thank you so much for this year. We give you praise and glory for your goodness to us and for what you're teaching us, that though some of these messages may be hard to hear, they are for our good, and we can remember that you are a great great refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble, and we give you praise. And thank you for this podcast and your faithfulness to us in this podcast this year. In Jesus' name, amen.
I'm glad you prayed, Reb, because I was like, you're talking about you need to pray right now. And then it was like, you better pray right now. (laughs) (laughs) So so, uh, as we end 2019 in this last show, a blessing from us to you. May you experience just the favor of the Lord and join us next year when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.